Hi, my name is Meg Lamb. And I'm Walt Rogers. And you're listening to This This Isn't Isn't Working, Working. where we discuss relationships and how they can become what you really want. Meg and I started this podcast because we realized that our own internal stories were the only things preventing us from being happy, satisfied, and fulfilled in relationships. So if you're thinking, this This isn't isn't working, working, is it time for a change? Hi, and welcome to our episode, I'm a Little Teapot. (laughs) We're playing off that nursery rhyme, of course, I'm a Little Teapot, short and stout, Uh, tip me over and pour me out. When I get get all steamed up, tip me over and pour me out. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout, tip me over. This is learning points. And mine. Yeah, but certainly I initiated it. We were walking down the street in a beautiful fall evening, enjoying ourselves after having a nice time together at a restaurant. And we passed an ice cream store, and I said, oh. No, I said, before we even got there, we were approaching, and I said, "Uh, oh, sorry, this don't go there. Major downer buzzkill. It says homemade, old-fashioned. It's not. It's completely manufactured, and I was so disappointed. And so I'm looking at all the mothers there with their children. Everybody's so happy. And so I say, don't say that. And I said, why? And I'm thinking, well, go on. No, no, keep going. And in my head, I'm, you know, while saying, oh, don't say that. And I'm saying, Why? I did say that out loud. Why? And I just want to know why doesn't he, like, is he sad about the ice cream? Is he, he, I don't understand what he's saying about like, oh, don't say that. Like, has he been there as a child and it was a great memory? Was it something his daughter liked? Like, I couldn't figure out his emotion kind of behind it. So I was just like, why? And so I got, you know, when she said why, I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I was just using it as an expression, you know, don't say that. And uh, I started to put my hands in front of me and pushing them down. And it was, it was more, it's always in every exchange, it's more the energy of what's happening than what's actually being said. So, Walt is not responding to me saying why. He's responding to some trigger inside of him that I've set off when I say why. why? And I'm now when he says, oh, I, Meg, I'm just joking. I, and I was like, whoa, I don't know that. You know, I don't know that you're just joking. And then that's my... I'm now responding to something inside of me. I'm not responding to the words like I'm just joking because that seems like a fine response. And me saying why about the ice cream seems like a fine response too. It's not the words. It's what's happening inside of us, each of us emotionally that we are actually responding to. Yeah. So the why was a trigger like challenging me like, you know, why can't I say this? And, uh, so I, me, I just wanted to deflect it. I'm just kidding. But the real thing was with my hands, I, both hands in front of me, I put my palms down to the ground, like, like waving them down, like, like whoa. chill 
the emotion of the why. And the reason why this is a podcast for me is because I was living in the past where something I said, you know, inadvertently or unintentionally would cause an explosion. And so I didn't want that to happen because I'm in living in that past right then and there. So I motion with my hands like, chill it out, Meg. Don't, don't, you know, I'm just joking. Right. And he's putting it on me then. That she's going to explode. And so then guess what happens? I totally did because I was like. me over, you know. Totally. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Because now I am. Like over this innocuous, inane exchange about. Oh, that's a bad ice cream store. Oh, don't say that. And all of a sudden, it's really emotional because it was trigger, trigger. Right. That's that's the value for me of this podcast is when I, what I have learned is when I really don't want something to happen, I am creating that thing. Well, because what we had come to later in my driveway. We sit in our driveways a lot. Until it's resolved. That's a a decent habit, I think. I think it is also because we don't, I will not. I am, I admitted just this morning, I'm like a bulldog in that regard. I will not let it go until I feel that we've come to some sort of resolution. And for me, that means an understanding of of what the hell just happened. Of what's happening inside of me. And what's happening inside of him and how we each contributed and how we want to move forward in future occurrences that might happen like this. But mostly what is triggering those painful responses and how we can each adapt. Identify them hopefully uh, as they come up. And what's the identifying characteristic for me is if there's something I don't want to feel from Megan I know I'm in the past Mm -hmm. she's not a part of any of that and we have really worked hard in our last you know coming up on six years together to really keep all of our exchanges you know uh clean in that regard and when they're not we then clean them up you know that's why all those uh, hours sitting in the driveway in the car just kind of working it out before we move forward so if, if there's something that I'm, I don't want to experience, it's not from Meg. And I just couldn't simply say, uh, I was just joking. You know, I'm just joking, man. It's, it's an ice cream store. I would love it to be tasty, you know, for all these kids here and everything. That's what I, that's what I was trying to say when I said, oh, don't say that. But when Meg said, why? that trigger went into challenging me for what I just said, as if I should not say, oh, don't say that. And so then I quickly got defensive. I quickly went into, you know, I'm just kidding. And then it was really for me. So strange that it happened so quickly. And triggers typically do. Oh, a trigger is called a trigger for that reason. You, I mean, it's something that's built up, built up, built up, built up, and then it's just a tiny, the tiniest, a straw of hay, yeah. boom, yeah. explosion. Um, but for me, my trigger, my contribution to this, my role was that when Walt says, I'm just joking, and like puts his hands down, yep. 
I feel the same thing that he feels actually like you are trying to get me to shut up like I can't ask that question like it's somehow bizarre that I want to know why and really I'm thinking I just want to know about his experience like I'm trying to understand him more deeply and he's like I'm just joking Meg and for me that feels kind of like rejection you don't know what you're talking about you know shutting you down yes exactly like I don't really want to go into this with you but really and then the hands the hands is like he is managing me that's my understanding I can't say that that's what he's doing but that's my interpretation oh I'm I'm absolutely going to confirm that my hands going down to kind of quash literally the motion to quash your emotions mm-hmm Absolutely, I was trying to manage you. Mm-hmm. And that feeling for me creates the exact opposite where I'm like, now I'm exploding. And I'm like, I don't know that that's what you're saying. How am I supposed to know that? You know, how do I know that you're joking? Yeah. And now we're in the middle of this downtown area. And now Walt's really trying to like get out of this area. Like we have to get away from these people. Nobody can see this happening. And I was. Again, that's a, that's a trigger of past experiences. The, the public uh, explosions. Now I have to say for reference, I wouldn't, you know, if I were to redo this ideally, I obviously we wouldn't have had this explosion, but I do believe that every relationship has conflict and frequently. And for me, a great loving relationship doesn't mean there isn't conflict. It means, and a genuine relationship actually, doesn't mean that there's no conflict or that I avoid conflict. It means how can we use this conflict between us to grow, to understand each other more deeply, to come back together in a way that builds the us. Uh, yeah, I'd like to offer corollary to that, that there's, if you are in a genuine relationship that truly does matter, there will be triggers. It's the point of having this kind of relationship that you can clean this stuff up. Yeah, that it's a mirror, yeah, right? Yeah, otherwise you're just a walking time bomb. So I can say to Walt in our conversation in the driveway later, much later. Well, maybe not much. Not, like, not so much later, like no. 25 minutes yeah. later. Yeah, and we were still talking even through it in the car ride to the driveway. There was some silence. There was some, there. but we have to reflect. Yeah, I would say yeah, we were yeah. maybe reflective, but it yeah. wasn't like I'm giving you the silent treatment. Silence. Never. It was like Never. I'm going to take a moment to have some space and look at how I played a part in this. Like, what's what's my role? Um, and what I want to say about this genuine loving relationship and. The point, you know, being there is conflict, there will always be triggers, is that a way I know I am in a relationship I want to be in is the willingness of not only myself, but also the person I'm with, my partner, Walt, in this instance, to work through it with me. Yeah. Um, it's it's just unavoidable. And I think we use the word mirror we chose each other so that we can go through these things now together because a part of us has said, okay, you've got to clean this thing up, all of these things inside of you up. Who will do this with you? And I think that was my immediate attraction to Meg five years ago. I think maybe 
uh, I don't know what you want to call it, your subconscious, your inner wisdom, or whatever you'd like to say that kind of guides things that, yeah, this woman is what you need now. She has been every you know day in and day out, how much she shares and how she is willing to move forward and go through these things with me. And I just want to add a little bit of the humorous touch. I mean, we're, we're having like a beautiful evening. We just came from a restaurant. We're walking by uh, an ice cream store. And then there's this out of nowhere. I mean, that's funny. I mean, it's just, but that's what relations, because Meg touches me so deeply, everything matters, you know? And, and it's, it's a beautiful price to pay. But it's also humorous if you just step back and look at it. Like, like Meg never really, I won't say never, but she, when she gets upset, it's, it's, it's unusual. There's something really happening. And she's getting upset, you know, outside of an, a, a kid's ice cream parlor. And we're, you know, I mean, she didn't even buy bad ice cream. It's just, we're just walking by. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, no, this place actually sucks. <laughs> and I was like, Why? Or what? Don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. And then I said, "Why?" And there we go. And, and I, you know, boom, we're in this conflagration. It's like, whoa. But that's, in my opinion, the definition of a genuine relationship, not a not a bad one or a weak one. A good one is you never know when, but when you do, you just stay in it and you keep right. facing it. So the the reaction that I wouldn't want would be, you know what, Meg, I don't want to deal with this right now. This is too much for me. Let's just call it a night and go our separate ways. And then never, perhaps sometimes you do need, you do need that much space. Perhaps we do, but to never come to a resolution, to have someone say to me, like let's just let's just forget about it. Like let's just let it go. That never works. Well, if you can genuinely let it go, great. A lot of times for me, I cannot. Most of the time for me, I have trouble just saying, "I want to know what happened. I want to know what's going on inside of this person and inside of me." And for me, that was a very nice reflection, you know, using the mirror analogy that I have this trigger about being managed, that I'm not allowed to have emotion. Like, I can't be angry about something. Like, I, I can't be surprised. I can't be sad. I That is a no-go for me. And yeah. my, my, my mirror was what I'm trying to manage, I make happen. You know, I don't want high, strong emotions in public. And that's exactly what happened. But what is that trigger for you? Like, if you go a little bit more deeply, what would you say? Like, what is the... Well, what, there's a certain embarrassment in that, that you're in a relationship where uh, the person you're with is exploding uh, out of control. That, I feel like I've failed. Like, like my life's... So we should purpose. all just look like we're on the Hallmark Channel all the time. Well, I'm not saying in reality, but I'm saying like that's the embarrassment because I think my kids have that. Like Delaney, oops, sorry. Um, my daughter hates arguments or things like that because she's like, no, good families don't argue. You know, good. And I think that's a that's a real crappy 
story we're fed by love songs and Hallmark Channel movies and all those things. But I'm, I think that kind of plays into what you're saying a little bit here. Like, uh, good relationships, people uh, don't argue. Of course I'm saying we argue. That's a whole podcast is how we argue all the time, but not on the street in, in front of people. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. because of my past and uh um and now because i've gone through because i've gone through this with you megan like yeah that'll be all right i just don't i just don't want to manage it if, if you want to get you know volatile okay i'll just be okay and stay centered and and not contribute or maybe i should contribute to it i don't know but at least i'm learning less management more acceptance and awareness like oh she's saying this because you didn't answer her really as to yeah why. you didn't answer and it was more like i, I want to avoid this stop it right. stop it right. stop it like right. stop it now and i was so offended and actually saddened by that and i had a real sadness like yeah. i don't want to deal with this but you'll never see sadness when you really feel it you feel you you explode when you feel that, when it touches that sadness in you. I, I would never associate. It's a defense mechanism for sure. If I, if I would never associate how you came out in front of that ice cream store as sadness. But now that you say that, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then if I could stay centered and aware, then I can say. Well, if you could just answer. Well, <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. T- pause now for humor. Uh, yes, if I could answer, but even if I didn't answer, if I could just stay. So if Megan is exploding like this, it's not that she's angry. It's that she's sad. Somehow I've made her sad, and that would pull me out of my trigger. Right. It's like course, the question. Because the way I love you, I do not want that. But if I to can happen. also say, like, if I can instead of myself explode in that trigger and get now I'm getting defensive right now. I'm feeling like I have to defend my question and you know, all those things, my curiosity, even Um, if I can stay with that and just like take a breath and observe that I'm triggered. This is much easier said than done. Believe me. Absolutely. Um, But if I can just stay and say, okay, like, like, if I can just bring us back and say, all right, there's something happening here that neither right. of us has intended. Right. Right. We're both kind of like, maybe we could even laugh about it because that's, you know. And we, we have done that. But Meg, just let's be honest now. We're calling these triggers. So there's going to be an explosion. Right. There's going to be a boom. Right. Both, you know, my boom was, was you know, the, the more subtle thing of putting the hands down. Please and saying, be quiet. Please yes, stop. Right. Please don't. Please. Please, please. be quiet. So that's just as much of of an explosion. It's just underhanded, basically. Right. Yeah, it's very indirect. And it's me feeling like you want to manage me. Like I cannot just be the way I am or the feelings that I have. Like I cannot just. And that you, I'm sure you're saying, how how could you feel that? Just from him saying, I was just joking, you know, and with the hand motion. But that's the thing about triggers is they're very personal and they're not about repeating, repeating because it's important. They're not necessarily about the thing that's been said. Absolutely. It's about what that means inside of me. And I somehow interpret what Walt's saying as it's bad. You're wrong. 
I don't, why you're, you know, you're stupid. Why would you even ask a question like that? You know, I mean, like that. Yeah. So I can see the pain there. Right. And so then it becomes sadness. And then I'm like a raccoon, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I'm sorry, Maggie. I did not mean to make you feel, and I would never say those horrible Mean things you just said to yourself. You're stupid. Exactly. And I would never so, say anything like that. I'm going to go one step further here. And the triggers, like, as we said, we're getting close to time, so I'll make it brief. But as I said, the triggers are always about what's happening inside of us. So I am having shame about asking a question or I am feeling badly about myself for eliciting this in him or, you know, that I have judged myself in some way that I have then projected onto Walt, which means I have taken my own judgment and assumes that he, and assumed that Walt thinks the same thing about me, and so now I have to be defensive, and that's where that big emotion, defensive anger, explosion yes, comes and in. And that's the same mirror for me. I think that she is saying that I should not have said, uh, "Don't say that." I'm wrong for doing that. And so there's my trigger. And I'm just trying to bat it down, you know, put out the fire, Meg, relax. Meg, Meg, it's okay. Meg, Meg, it's okay. Meg, Meg, Meg. You know, like Meg. when you're trying to calm a toddler right, in the store right, and they're so like, okay. no way. Right, uh-uh. right, right. Oh, God. It was great, though. It was a wonderful learning experience. Yeah, hugely. And hugely. as always, and maybe you get tired of hearing us say this, but I don't care because it's the truth. It only has brought us closer yeah, together. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth the discomfort and the pain and the self-reflection where you don't, neither of us were at our best. But it's always worth looking at that and just accepting responsibility for that. Yeah, and looking at the pain inside of maybe what has caused the trigger. Yes. And that is for another episode. And try to wash it away as best, you know, and write another episode. Yeah, well, about what the cause of the trigger is, how the triggers get there. And how, and how you can send that emotion related to it away so it just becomes an event. Right, exactly. And, and, and that is an exercise in yeah. and of itself. Right. Ooh, let's do that on our next episode. Okay, let's. All and right, you guys can look forward to that. Get ready for the outro because it's coming. <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, okay. God, I think that was a little too much. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Okay, Sending you best wishes for a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Doing this podcast has given Meg and I the chance to face issues both on and off the air. Because it has challenged us to be more transparent and direct, the podcast has really strengthened our relationship. Are there topics or questions you'd like us to cover? What do you want to know about strengthening your relationship? Would you like to work further with us? If so, send us an email at meg at meglam, L-A-M-M, dot net.